You're listening to Geeks Unleashed, a podcast that covers what's current in the world of pop culture. I'm Mark Brassington, and I'm in London. And I'm Jasmine in Texas. Hello, welcome to Geeks Unleashed. This is episode 55. If you are not already subscribed, you can find us at Geeks Unleashed everywhere, including your favorite podcast platform. Now remember, five-star reviews help us get found by more listeners, so please rate and review Geeks Unleashed on Apple or Podchaser. And I'm Mark. I'm Jasmine. And today marks our first year anniversary since our first episode one year ago in June 2020, uh, which we started at the height of lockdown. Uh, In the first episode, we reviewed Space Force Season 1 and the Joker's 80th anniversary issue from DC Comics. Uh, since that first episode we've become more comfortable with this podcast and sound quality hopefully has improved we've also <laughs> added some sort of new features to the show as we've gone along such as our book club and interviewed and we've had some guests as well um, and also we've been guests ourselves on other people's platforms yeah and speaking of guests this week to celebrate our one-year podiversary we've invited Amir and Kay from paperbacks and soundtracks to join us uh, so this is just going to be a different kind of episode, different vibe. We are just hanging out, talking about all the things we love about 2021 so far. Yeah. yeah. So, so guys, <laughs> thanks, for jo- thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks um, for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Appreciate it. Chibata boys in the building. Chibata boys in the building. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so just for our listeners, where are you guys both based? In Jersey. You're in Jersey. Born in Jersey. Born and bred. Yeah. I was about to say that, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming from. I was born in Hawaii. You're born in Hawaii, oh, and then you moved to Jersey. He actually yep. just told me that like the other day. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually funny that he just said. Like I just learned that. That's yeah. a long trek. How long? Uh, yeah. Like when did you move from Hawaii to um, uh, Jersey then? Uh, when I was three. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I don't even remember anything. I was born on an army base. Oh well. <laughs> I'll I was gonna say because you don't out. have any kind of Hawaiian accent at all. No, not at all. Just my just my namesake, and for being born where I'm born. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I, I was born in Stratford, New Jersey. <laughs> South Jersey. <laughs> Sticks in the trees are. Yeah. They got yeah. trees up there. What? Oh yeah, we got farms and all that stuff in South Jersey. Oh man, but I'm yeah. in North Jersey now. Yeah, New Jersey's a different place because. There's farmland, there's mountains, there's beach, there's lakes, there's shores. Like then there's Jersey, Gotham City. Yeah, Let's go <laughs> yeah man, wow. Jersey's a different place. Man. I think um, I have like gotten off uh, at a station in Jersey, uh, like while I was visiting Manhattan, but I don't think I've ever been in like Jersey proper. Ah uh, man, we're better than New York. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, the East, the, your East Coast experience has to come to Jersey. We got yeah, the absolutely. Sopranos, we got better pizza, we got Boardwalk Empire. Uh, now listen, yeah. I'm not listen. I'm about to start a fight, but I'm not gonna give you the pizza because I'm a deep dish girl. So Chicago's. Oh uh, no! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! That's, I went to Chicago a few years back for uh, C2E2, and I, the big thing was oh try deep dish, and it's not pizza. Yeah, it's a pie. Yeah, it's not pizza. 
It's so, delicious. It's knife and fork and delicious. Oh man, Chicago. Come on, oh, Chicago. Nah, 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 you gotta, nah, you gotta, you gotta fold, fold it up. No, 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 no. That's not pizza. I want the pizza, pizza to weigh more than the newborn baby. Like that's the kind of pizza that I like. Yeah. No, we can give you that. We can give you, we can give you a pie <laughs> the size of your head, like you know, the size of this table. There's a, there's a wild place when it comes to the pizza. Uh, okay, no, I'm 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 a obviously a London boy here. Like I'm the only one on this table that's uh in this virtual table that's actually here. But I I'll be honest, I prefer thin base. I'm a thin base man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and I, I and I've got to say I love a stuffed crust. I uh, you know. Yeah. Like, I'm 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 always trying to get stuff crossed if I can. So yeah. What time is it in London right now? Uh, right now it's just quarter past twelve, man. Like, wow. So. I'm I'm up late, but don't worry. We keep Mark have... up all hours of the night. Don't worry. The other night, <laughs> no. I think we we were on another podcast and it started at three a.m. Oh no! Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh. on YouTube. We done it on a, we were on someone's YouTube, yeah. and it started. We at literally 3 watched the sunrise over his shoulder over there yeah. in his kitchen. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> we we started recording at three a.m. Dedication. For me. I love it. Yeah. Uh, if, uh, uh, my wife wouldn't let me do it every Friday, but occasionally, like you know, like, yeah. so, uh, so what we did was we recorded. Our, we normally record our pod every Friday and then release it on Sunday. But I said to Jasmine, there's no way I can do a midnight podcast like we normally do on a Friday and then jump on at 3 a.m. on someone's YouTube. I'll be that yeah. literally I will be dead on Saturday. Yeah. So we recorded our pod on the Thursday, which was a midnight thing. And then I did work. Uh, luckily, I had a half day for work. And then I, we jumped on someone's YouTube channel. But I literally, I didn't get up till midday that Saturday. Like, wow. I, yeah, I mean, wow. yeah, for one-offs, I'm I don't mind, but yeah, yeah. we we mm. start normally around midnight, and we normally finish around half one, and I think to be honest, that's all right, like for me, you know, like I think if it starts creeping into three a.m., I probably need to sort my life out, but you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I respect the hustle because Heck yeah, man, you know, we have the same thing because um, my schedule changes every from week to week, so every now and you know, so there's times where I, I come here straight from work mm-hmm. and have to eat dinner after the show and you know mm. yeah so. well that's a bit like jasmine sometimes she eats after the show because she knows like you know how late it is for me so yeah. Like, yeah. so i i've we you know if she finishes hungry i finish tired so you know but no yeah yeah so we used to be like a blog like a website uh, oh. ran for ran for about four or five years and then, like, my family, like, I got kids and everything. And then it was just, you know, it was just got too much in the end. So we just called it a day. Uh, and then I said to Jasmine, like, like uh, at the start of last year, I was like, man, we're all locked down. We're not going anywhere. Let's bring Geeks on this back. Like, but let's not. But we both agreed. We didn't want to do the website again. Like, we're like, it's the a lot. Managing, like, 30 writers was a lot. Well, we had, like, at oh, one point, man. we had, like, 30 writers. And it was just, like, another job that didn't get paid. So we were like, look, let's just actually, Jasmine, me and you are the ones who loved it. So let's just make it me and you. <laughs> like, and, um, and let's just let's just chat. It's a lot easier to chat. Like, I love chatting. Like, you know, sh- she loves chatting. You two clearly love chatting. Like, so let's just yeah. chat. <laughs> like, and um, but anyway, tell us a bit about paybacks and soundtracks. I'd love to know, like, sort of for yourselves, actually, how did yours come come about? Like, you know, what was the inception of uh, paybacks and soundtracks? Uh, to be honest, I was just bored. <laughs> I was bored and I enjoyed um, going to the comic book shops and having these 
random conversations with people. Um, and I was just like, man, this is, people need to hear like these conversations. Like, you know, if you listen to me and Kay talk, uh, our conversations kind of go comic book, random life stories, movies, music, like it's all over the place, but yeah. but it all surrounds like this world of comic and, and music. So, uh, but before Kay joined, uh, I was just talking to my Funko Pops. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. And I just I just wanted to leave something behind for like family members and younger kids to just be able to listen and hear my voice. My dad's a gospel singer. So you know, when he, you know, when life takes that turn, I'll always be able to hear my dad's voice whenever I want to. So I just want to leave something cool behind. That's awesome, man. Whenever I move on to the next, to the next journey in life. That's actually quite a nice thing, yeah, to say. Like, I sometimes think that, like, my kids are sort of seven and 11, and they would never have any interest in listening to this. And to be honest, (laughs) we occasionally drop an F bomb here and there. I wouldn't wouldn't, wouldn't want them Uh, to. You don't don't have to say anything to us about those. (laughs) I had had to figure out how to make a censor for us. I think I think we sort of me and Jasmine both agreed as long as we don't go nuts on the swearing, it's all right. Like you know, it's not every other word, so it's occasional usage. So, like, I, I think I have um, about a page and a half of censor tags from uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, but um, anyway, so you know, we uh, me and Kay have done like before we you know teamed up to do the show. Uh, we did like, we like five or six interviews, so they're in the archive. Like you could definitely go back and you know hear me and Kate talking uh, about his books and everything. Um, and then we uh, we did an interview after I got back from like you know having COVID and everything, and you know fighting to get back to all this. And uh, a few of my cousins were like, "Man, you guys just got like really good chemistry. You know, you should think about you know doing it." And I'm listening to it, and I'm like, man, this sounds really good. You know, like we're comfortable with each yeah. other at this point. Yeah, mm. it's crazy because, like I said, um, my introduction to uh, paperbacks and soundtracks was I was a comic book. I was writing comic books. I mean, I still do. I just haven't actively put anything out since the you know the pandemic or anything. But um, you know, I had met um, Amir through Instagram. And, uh, you know, he asked if I wanted to be, come on a show. And, you know, I fell in love with the show, you know, as I was doing it. And then, you know, uh, last, it was last December. And uh, it was funny because I was, the episode that, 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 you know, he was just speaking on, I was going through like, like a real rough patch, you know, in my life at the time. And it, it was crazy that, you know, that happened to be the one that, that everybody thought was, was the perfect show so you know that was perfect you know that was a perfect conversation between me and him man. and so when he asked it, it, it was it was a, it was a no-brainer for me because i've been on it so much so i was like i mean we're already family so you know, let's do it, man. pretty much yeah so at that point i was just like i was like i've already been on it about five times i was like you know what i was like you know your listeners should should know the voice by now so Absolutely. I was like, I, and I felt, you know, I felt that I had something that I could add to it, and you know, For sure. it gives me an excuse to, to you know, read comics and 
you know, dive into pop culture. You know, so. well, so, nice. To be honest, that's like a really nice sort of, I have to say, like, man, like, it's quite a nice touching story how you guys yeah. got together. Like, yeah, your reasoning, like, of leaving a legacy and and just, like, obviously, like you say, you're already family, you've built up a nice yeah. bond. And, yeah, no, it's a nice touching thing to do. Like, actually, quite a nice little origin story of paperbacks <laughs> and soundtracks. So, yeah, yeah and, uh, like, like, it's crazy because, um, you know, um, there was a time where I asked Amir to take a book for me to get signed at a comic convention. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't able to go. And I was like, hey, man, can you get this book signed for me? So, you know, there was like little things, like bits and pieces that I was like, all right, like this guy's like a cool guy. So, you know. Well, you know, I try. <laughs> and, like, and how did how did you both like sort of i mean get into comics like how did you like you know what was you know where, where was that first day where someone gave you a comic yeah, to read so or, to speak comic origin um, story yeah uh i i always say that i didn't find comics i think they, comics, found, they found, comic me. Books found me yeah. yeah i was um to be honest i was watching um walking dead and then one day one you know one time after walking dead uh comic book men came on and it just so happened to be the episode where they were talking about uh, Secret Wars. And, you know, as a kid, I used to collect the toys and the action figures, watch the cartoons like Spider-Man and X-Men. So they talked about Secret Wars and they specifically talked about uh, Secret Wars 8. So and that was the origin of the black suit. And I oh, yeah. never knew that that's, that's where that came from. And so, so Secret Wars was my real introduction and then you know hidden flea markets and finding dollar books and you know that's how that's how i got into it and fell in love with it what about you uh, man uh for me you probably hear his name all the time but i call him big bro james uh so we were living <laughs> yeah. together uh at the time and he took a trip to a comic book store that james i uh, know that uh, uh Katie goes to as well and uh, he came out with like four bags of comics. Oh, wow. I was wow. just looking at him like, what the heck? And I didn't even <laughs> go in the store with him, right? So, because in my head, I'm like, brothers don't really read comics, do they? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. So, but as a kid, I loved action figures. Like, action figures were my thing. Like, I have uh, boxes of them <laughs> in this side of the room over here. So action figures, cartoons, all that stuff was like was my thing. Uh, but one weekend, you know, James went to his girl's house and um, Beyonce now. But, uh, he, you know, he took a trip down there for the weekend and all these books were just on the coffee table. I mean, like stacks. And I'm like, man, these books got to go. <laughs> like, they're killing my style right now. You know, I got the house to myself. So, but I, you know, plans fell through. So I picked up one of the books and it was a story of Brian Michael Bendis was right. It was an Iron Man story, but it wasn't Invincible Iron Man. I can't remember. It was like one where he was like going on a journey to get some info about his mom or something like that. So, I, you know, I read the first one. Then I read the second one, read the third one. By the time James came back, I'm like, yo, do you know that Black Panther's coming out? And it's being written by Ta-Nehisi Coates and Brian Stelfreeze doing the artist, the artwork and stuff. And he's like, oh, really? So we went to the store and those were the first two books that I that I bought. And uh, I haven't stopped since. I love it. And that yeah. was like, what, five years ago? 
Yeah, I was yeah. about to say that Brian Michael Bendis thing was about five ish years ago. Yeah. yeah. I love so. Ta-Nehisi Coates' run on Black Panther. It's one of the few Marvel Marvel books that I actually pick up. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I I, I like the I like the initial, like the beginning, like the first, I guess, volume that he did. Yeah. Uh, but the the galaxy situation. I would have enjoyed that better if it was just like a story arc, like six issues. And then we keep it I, moving, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. It kind of stretched out too long for me. Mm. But I enjoyed what he was doing and, and expanding the universe. Like, I bought everything that he was a part of in the Black Panther stuff. So, Are you looking forward to the Black Panther coming out in August? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I I really like um, uh, his name is escaping me right now. John Ridley. John Ridley. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoy his writing. I like what he's doing on the, the Future State Batman stuff and the second son, so uh, I'm very interested to see what he does with uh, his new Black Panther run. No, I'm going to grab that as well. Um, yeah. Like, since you guys have been doing podcasting and stuff, is there anything like you've learned that from podcasting that you you know? Because sometimes podcasting is like like with me and Jasmine, it's like figuring it out as you're going along. Like, is there anything oh, you've yeah. kind of learned that you've you've? Yeah. Uh, the first thing I would say is make sure you hit that save button. After every segment, okay. Because before K got here, I learned all these lessons on my own. Before K got here, I had it locked in, but I have lost complete episodes. Oh my god, that's my biggest fear. Always save, always save. <laughs> I remember, yeah, I remember once Jasmine texted me going, "I've got a problem with the podcast," but luckily she saved the file. I was like, "No." I was like, yeah. I'm like, Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, I think there, there was there was a there was a moment with one episode, but we like yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, you guys on your latest episode said um, that it's sort of your last episode of the season. I like, just wondered like yeah. you know, how long how long's your break? Like when are you coming back? Uh, until we figure out this uh, video thing, um, because a lot of people want to see our beautiful faces for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, a lot of people have been wondering like when we're going to put some video up yeah. on you know, YouTube and everything. Mm. And um, since I, I do most of the editing, I need to really figure it out the, and do it the right way. Yeah. I don't want to make my guy look bad. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah um, he said three weeks. Yeah. Like, I got a vacation coming up. He's got a vacation coming up. I mean, we've done it like almost what, like six months straight. Yeah. So you know. Yeah. So it's, it's time to just like let it breathe a little bit. Yeah, take a little I, break. I, yeah, give it a little break. And I mean, we're going we're going to do a do an event, uh, in July where mm-hmm. where we'll be doing an episode from. So it's not like that long of a break. Yeah. But you know, give it time to just, breathe a little bit. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Good. And we got some T-shirts and hoodies and stuff that we're trying to sell. Yeah. Uh, I, I saw that shirt on the back of your chair there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got some stuff uh, so we can make some money. Are, yeah. are you guys going to be hitting up New York Comic Con since they said that they're doing full yeah. convention? Um, um, yeah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> My thing is, is um, I I haven't caught COVID. I don't want to. Right. I haven't had as much as a, as a symptom. So... I want to keep that streak going. <laughs> hey man, so I feel that. Yeah, I don't know if I if, if I could do it, and and I know how like I, I know you guys listen to the show and you guys hear the marching orders, so you know that's <laughs> yes. why the marching orders. 
That's why I had a mar- the marching orders are specifically because of people at New York Comic Con. So. Yeah, well, like my my local comic shop, they bought out a whole theater um, to give out tickets for Black Widow. And uh, oh. they were like, yeah, just stop by the comic shop and come pick up your free Black Widow tickets. And like, I was on my way to the grocery store and I was like, I could swing by and get me some free tickets. But right. if you bought out the whole theater, that means you're expecting to fill up this whole theater and yeah. i'm not really down for being elbow to elbow with some weirdo right. comic book people because don't get me wrong like you run into nice people at the comic shop but oh, yeah. most of the people you run into the comic shop uh fall into the i really don't want to hang out with you any other time in my life <laughs> category yeah yeah I, absolutely I agree. I agree with that that's true and a lot and it's not a, a cleanly business man you know like oh, man. i've been i've been at cons where the person in front of me just smells like like three butt cheeks, you know, stacked up together. You know, so, so, you know, they're not wearing they're not wearing you know lavender Old Spice, so you know I, I can't I can't rock. They're not either. wearing anything, not even like fresh game. Yeah, like At all. yeah. I don't understand how people you know go outside like that. Oh, and see, right. that's because they were they weren't raised right. Let me just put it that way. Yeah, like you just woke up and just said, "Oh, I'm gonna go like this." Nope. Yeah. <laughs> it couldn't be me. Let me just, it yeah. could not be me. Yeah, it couldn't be me. Couldn't so be me. Other, other than YouTube, like coming, you know, you want to come back with some video and some audio. Yeah. Is there anything exciting coming up other than that for paperbacks and soundtracks? You uh, got anything on the horizon that you've got planned? Or if you, may, if you want to share, that is, you may yeah. have some. Uh, Listen, we'd we be sliding, sliding all kinds of DMs like, trying <laughs> to get interviews from people mm. and uh, they, they're not really reaching back yet. So, you know, we're working on it. We're yeah, definitely yeah. working on it. So hopefully yeah. once they start seeing some video, you know, maybe they'll take us a little more serious. Yeah. The event that we're doing in, in July is like a, a, yeah, a big a hip-hop big event. So mm-hmm. it's um so it's gonna be more on I guess the soundtrack side of paperbacks and soundtracks, but um uh what you yeah. love. Yeah, which you absolutely love. Um but yeah, I, I can say that that there is a lot of cool things in the works. We have a lot of um, different yeah. things that we want to do, and you know, maybe, maybe that, that might, might not be, be on the the show side. Yeah, yeah. That's, we, that's what we'll say. Yeah, but we got All some right. cool that other cool stuff. Yeah, but okay. to answer your Comic Con question, yeah. I am not going. Okay, uh, I don't blame I you. Have, I'm not gonna... I have crowd yeah. anxiety. I, I'm, yeah. I'm not ready for that yet after my COVID I, like experience. I'm, yeah, I'll yeah. go to a restaurant. I will go to like the bookstore. I go to the comic shop, yeah. but like I'm not ready to be in a crowd with thousands of people. Like I would love to go to like games, basketball games, football games Absolutely. or something, but like I'm not, I'm not there yet. Mm. So I'm not going yeah. to my convention. They have a convention here in Houston. Um, yeah. That's, that's pretty big every year, but uh, it's in, it's in July, like mid July. And I was like, eh, no yeah, yes yeah. yeah and it's to the point that i mean i've been given uh opportunities for for different cons and stuff on on you know my comic book writing side and i've i've said no to all of them so yeah <laughs> so I, I just don't trust being in a enclosed space I, i'm all for like an outside place but i, I definitely I, I definitely have anxiety towards that yeah. and then the other thing is too with with the jacob javis center is that you know, it was a it was a COVID hospital, so I did not I really know that. that. Yep. Yeah, it was a yeah, yeah it was yep. a it was a COVID hospital, and, and, and it gets hot as pandemic. hell in there, man, with all that glass. Yeah. Like I got, when you're I got the, sick the main two mezzanine. years ago. I got sick two years ago going to uh, New York Comic Con. Got comic crud. 
Yeah, yeah it's concrete. a contract. Exactly. Yeah, yeah concrete. That's a real I, thing. That's COVID before COVID. So. Oh yeah. Like I, <laughs> I, I went Wait. actually. I had pr- I had a press pass for Geeks Unleashed back when we had a website. So I think nice. I went to New York Comic Con in 2014. So it's been oh. a while. But like I was not prepared for four days of that. It's and weird. by Sunday, I was like, if one more person touches me, I swear to God, somebody's gonna rest my ass today because I, oh, I am I am over it. <laughs> I, I, I never, never had, had a press pass at the time, you know, when I when I started the show. Uh, but I was handing out flyers and yeah. doing all that politicking. Yeah, <laughs> trying exactly, to get right? interviews and stuff. And by day two, I was like, I'm sick. Yeah. How? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It took me six months to get back to to paper oh, back soundtrack. So. Yeah, I'm not leaving my baby no more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we love doing this too. Like, you know, even, even uh, there was a thing earlier in the year where it was like something happened outside the podcast, but I made sure I still did it. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, I was sort of on the fence. I was like, can I? I was like, but no, I don't want to miss a week. I was like, I'm going to make myself do it. And actually, do you know what? Like, even though there was stuff going on outside the show that was, you know, emotional sort of thing um i was like actually when i did the podcast with jasmine i was like actually i needed this like to kind of take my mind off of what what was going on i enjoy doing this and so you know know, obviously you guys must feel the same like take you know kind of it's kind of nice little bubble doing the podcast so Uh, yeah i I feel like it's uh like therapy of sorts man yeah we we (laughs) had a we had a nice little therapy session before our last <laughs> episode, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys wouldn't be able to tell that, that that we were both having a bad day that day. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what like like I've been running that episode back and listening to it. Like I must have listened to it at least like two or three times already because it's it was that good. And not that I like to toot our own horn or anything. I think we have a great hey, show. Hey, you have to. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah, but you know that one I, I've gone back to and listened to a, a couple of times and had to laugh at certain things. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like I, that's I, what I good things. family does, right? Like that's right. how they make you feel. They always lift right. you up. Um, yeah. And to your horn, exactly. man. Like I've been saying to Jasmine for ages, I enjoy both um, like your show. I love listening Appreciate to paperbacks soundtracks, and like, and I I keep saying to Jasmine, I love the style of paperbacks. I love how it's kind of a little bit similar to ours in terms of three sort of segments, like news, comics, yeah. and and music. We don't do this. We don't do that sort of format but we have three things but i said but i love how they break it up and it's kind of i said and i love how they break it up with little music in between each segment as well i said it feels like (laughs) i said whenever i put it on i feel like i'm just listening to a radio show like i said you know it always sounds really professional to me (laughs) and um and i enjoy listening to it and you know you can never tell when you're listening if you've had a bad day or not like you guys sound like you're having a laugh and enjoying yourself oh yeah definitely And um and so you know sharing similar thoughts that you know I have on comics as well and you know and I I love the reads of the week segment as well I love you know that you actually pick up back issues and things like that so you know yeah that's pretty cool too yeah Yeah, that was the thing when 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 I first when you know when he pitched the idea of me coming on the show I told him I was like you know I don't really have a a pull anymore there's not anything that I'm really interested on the new side so much. Hmm. aside from like the milestone stuff that's coming out now but um i was like yo i'm, I'm gonna read these old books man i hope you don't mind and he was like no it's worth it yeah. you know he kind of let me he kind of let me fly on on that so that's why i like to just pick up the old stuff man it's a lot you picked up a daredevil issue in the last one wasn't it like yeah uh, uh yeah, 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 uh, yeah issue 191 
yeah. uh, roulette, which is one of my favorite uh, Frank Miller stories. Because I, I think it's a good balance, you know, yeah. like mixing with the the old and the new, uh, the indie with the with the major stuff. So you know, to give everybody a a balance, you know, plate of food when it comes to yeah. the, the comedy yeah. stuff. You know. So, so like, um, I speaking to get a bit of an intro into the show, and um, but when we when we were sort of creating this idea of this one hour, uh, sorry, this one year podcast, I thought yeah. actually, I said to Jasmine, it'd be nice to have a bit of a reflection on so far the midway point of 2021. Crazy that we were already like halfway through June, and, um, yeah. and just sort of going around the virtual table would be cool just to go through what's been our favorite things of the year. And like Amir, what's your favorite TV show this year so far? I'm going to have to say uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, man. Uh, that that pulled on the heartstrings quite a few times, man. Uh, and what was crazy is uh, I actually picked up uh, Truth, uh, Red, White, and Black. Uh, I like, thought about picking that up. Listen, I picked it up like three months before the show. And I got the whole set for $35. Oh, like, man. Yeah, you'll be so lucky to find that for $35 now. But it was an awesome story. And, and I love that they included it in that, you know, in, in the TV show. But yeah. it was just amazing seeing uh, Sam Wilson, you know, transitioning to uh, Captain America. Because uh, I read Nick Spencer's run. And that was amazing, man. So I was, I was very pleased. With that, with that series, it was, it was like, like a six-hour six movie. Yeah, <laughs> it had everything the com the comedy, the action, you know, the, the drama, you know, everything that you needed. It was, it was really good. I've been no, surprised that Marvel can actually kind of handle the nuance as well as they have been handling it, especially with stuff like Falcon and Winter Soldier. Because yeah. when they first t- talked about the premise of that show, I was like, mm, I don't, I don't trust <laughs> you guys to go this route. Uh, right. Yeah. yeah, but I thought I thought they handled that pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah bringing Isaiah Isaiah Bradley. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I agree with you. I really enjoyed that show. I thought it was really well done, and I'm glad that they that the, they're not making the mistake like with Netflix. You know, dropping a 13 episode show. I actually I like the fact there's six episodes, got no filler, yeah. like, and it's yeah. it's just a it's just a brilliant show week, and I. I'm kind of on board with this weekly format, like dropping one episode a week. So yeah, that way, I like it too. So that way it's not like a race to the finish. It's actually mm-hmm. creates a little bit of buzz week in, week out. Like, And I, I'm kind of more like, I don't mind binging when it's old, but I actually quite like the buzz like and the chit chat, you know, like, like we're doing now, sort of chatting yeah. about it and kind of like, I, I guess at the moment I'm not in an office every day, but if I yeah. was, you can imagine, it always makes me think of Lost, you know, and you, you know, I don't know if you right. guys watch Lost, but like mm-hmm. when Lost was out every week i literally go to work the next day and everyone like do you see loss last night do you see loss yeah. last night like and everyone's like yeah game of thrones yeah. as well yeah game of thrones is exactly the same like the amount of times like i'd be in the office did you see game of thrones last night what do you think's gonna happen blah blah, blah. and it yeah. was like and i and i enjoyed that buzz of falcon and the winter soldier and um yeah, no, I was definitely was I enjoyed that show and I, I haven't read the truth yet but i it's very i will say the artwork is not that good. It's not that good. But the story, <laughs> the story is really good. You know, yeah, and yeah. then that weekly, you know, episode dropping, you know, it, it helps us out. You know, people that create, you know, content and podcasts. Yep. 
yeah, yeah, something, something to talk, talk about, about every week. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. on that side of things. I do think. What, what about a, an honorable mention for TV? Um, well, Mandalorian for me. Um, that probably. I mean, if Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't come out, Mandalorian would have been. Would have been number one. Yeah. Oh man, I forgot about Mandalorian. What a year. What a year. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Did you love it at the end? Did you love it at the end when Luke showed up? That was amazing. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I think we did it. Yeah. That was that was amazing. That was amazing. I remember the whole day I was ducking social media of not getting getting it spoiled, and the whole time. That, that I did check social media, I, they were like, oh no, there were people were like, I can't believe they did that. And I thought they, they killed um, yeah, I thought they killed Gorgu. Oh my God. <laughs> or Baby that Yoda. Was... Baby Yoda be nasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I thought they killed Baby Yoda. I was like, no, nah, they can't kill my nephew, man. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Grogu name. I've got to be honest. I prefer the Baby Yoda thing. Yeah, I prefer well, Baby Yoda is a lot more gangster. Yeah, you know what's Grogu funny is like I bought a um a pop at 7-Eleven actually, and it says Gorgu, aka Baby Yoda. So so I, I see they keep putting the aka like just call him Baby Yoda. Right. Yeah. We, we, we already when did they know. start selling like, pops at 7-Eleven? They do. They got exclusive. Wow. They got exclusive. <laughs> yeah, and the one I have is uh, it's um, it's Boba Fett. Well, well, Mandalorian. Yeah. And he's holding like the pod as he's like flying. Wow. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. It's not mine, but yeah, I got I gotta get a picture of that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I gotta while. see. It. <laughs> I've got. Uh, it's a shame. I've got a Baby Yoda, like a huge doll upstairs, like a not mm-hmm. the doll, but like, like the plush. plush. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a bit. It's like a big head, sort of, you know. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Bigger than my head. I, I had bought a plush for my fiance, but my dog is always, every time he sees it, always goes wild and wants to tear it up. Oh, no. <laughs> you That's trouble. Me, That's trouble, man. Force. He's feeling yeah. the force. Yeah. He's feeling it, man. <laughs> um, All right, uh, Kay, what do you got as your best show of, of 2021 so far? Uh, so far, um, I'm a big wrestling guy, so um, I'm really loving uh, Young Rock. I know the season uh, just ended recently, uh, I think maybe like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So on ABC, they're doing a, a show about The Rock's life, but it's yeah. kind of like funny. So it's kind of like they're going back to when he was in college and when he was a kid. So they're talking about like, you know, his dad, uh, Rocky Johnson. Uh, they're just going through his life. And it's funny because in the show, he's... Um, He's like running for president, and that was always a uh, kind of the running, the kind of the running joke that's been going on for a while that the Rock is yeah. going to run for president <laughs> of, of the you know United States. So, so they played it off really well. It's a really good show. Yeah, it just you know, I, I got a mirror watching it. So yeah, I binge that bad boy. Yeah, so it's, it's, it. yeah. I've not watched it, but it makes it's me good. curious. It's really yeah, no, it's really good. It's really funny, and you know, it's it's, it's only, only like a half, half hour, right? Yeah, it's half yeah. hour episodes. I want to say it's maybe like seven or eight episodes. Yeah, something like that. Is it was well, it the first season this year? Or is... Yeah, uh, yeah, and it just recently got renewed. So, so they haven't got to the the WWE part yet. So we're getting there. So I, I would think that that's maybe like the next episode, next season, probably. Yeah. Who doesn't love The Rock, you know? 
Yeah. yeah Black I mean, Adam. He, yeah. No, he's Black Adam right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, I, I grew up during the Attitude Era, so, you know, I, yeah. I had I had rock on my TV every week. So, you know. Yeah. I, I, I tell people that, you know, I was raised by Stone Cold and The Rock, so. <laughs> this shows <laughs> all the censoring I gotta do. Yeah. Good thing you weren't raised by the Undertaker. Oh, yeah, no, no. <laughs> really I have a funny. Right I, yeah, no, I have a funny thing with the. I don't. I'm not like a big Undertaker fan, but really? there's a yeah, there's a, a like a fan comic that I want to do. It's just because it's just it's just outrageously dumb. So I'll, I'll tell you guys the idea. I had this because you know how he says rest in peace. So I wanted um to draw wait, how does he say it again? He says, uh, like rest in peace. Rest in peace. He's like, yeah. Yeah, does that does the whole thing with the thing across the throat. So I wanted to uh, uh make Undertaker a blood. So instead of saying rest in peace, I wanted to say rest in Pyru. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't that's know, the, I that's feel, the Jersey like, side coming out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like they didn't sue me for that. <laughs> oh. And um, what about honorable mention for you? My honorable mention, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to go really left. I'm going to say uh, Grey's Anatomy. Oh I'm a, I, I've watched it. I've watched all of it. I've watched all of Grey's. Like, I'll be honest, this season I haven't enjoyed, but like. Oh, really? Uh, this, this is the season that I kind of um, got into. It's funny because um, my this this is my my fiance's show, so for the last um, few years of our relationship, I've kind of made fun of her for watching the show. So this was the first season that I actually sat down. I was like, let me give this a chance. Let me see what it is that she loves about the show. It's a really good show. I, I, so I so have you not watched it from the beginning? Have you just come in now? Uh, I have. I've gone back. I've oh, gone you have back, gone back. But hey man, now you're gonna get me in trouble because I only saw like the first three episodes. I still gotta, I still gotta catch up. You know, <laughs> I mean, I Grey's Anatomy is almost in college at this point. Like, like it's almost old enough to be graduating from high school and yeah, college. Yeah, like, yeah. I have I've watched <laughs> half, half of the first episode. episode. Yeah. So, so I work at a hospital, so it's like. Right. Yeah. This is my, my life, life every day. day. I, yeah, I can't <laughs> do that. And that's why I don't think I don't think I enjoyed this season because it was just literally all about COVID. And I was like, fuck man, I can't do this. I can't yeah. I did watch it all. I did watch it all. But I was like, I'm living in this shit. I'll I'd right. rather just like and that's why do you know what? there's a lot of I do watch a lot of procedural type shows, but I just dropped them all because they all brought COVID in. And I was like, right. nah, man. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm at home. I'm not allowed to go see people. When I go to the shop, I have to wear a mask. I was like, I don't want to sit down yeah. in my leisure time and then watch it on the TV. Like, I was the only show I kept going. Um, like, because I, I was because me and my wife do watch that together, and um, but I did keep saying to her, I really hate this week and week the bloody yeah. COVID thing, it's getting on my nerves. Like, I um, yeah. but I did like, I the one thing I did like about this season though was when Meredith was, um, sort of on you know, was I think she was like in a coma, I think, and um, yeah. and she kept flashing to the beach and they kept bringing back characters that were dead. Um, yeah, like exactly. including so, Derek, including Derek, which yeah, I thought was really cool. Was like, like the love of her life. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I did, and I did like um that they brought her sister Lexi in. And when I read about it, was actually Lexi, the actress who, who plays Lexi, actually wasn't there. And I did say mm. to my wife, I don't think she's there. Like I said, they filmed it really well, but I don't think she's there. Um, actually, she wasn't. She was in Vancouver. 
so oh, wow. she so, so they, they so it. she had to film her scenes on a green screen um and they had to interlink them together and the reason i said i thought they weren't together because when they showed uh, mark and lexi dance on the beach from a distance i said they've done that deliberately like because mm-hmm. it's it's not her and yeah i read about it but i thought other than that i did think it was done really nicely how they kept bringing back all these characters which i thought was a nice touch and and they the producers did say it was to give everyone, you know, it's been a shit year, to give everyone a little bit of sort of happiness. So, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, which I, and I thought, and every time I saw someone come back, even I was a little bit like, yeah, man, they brought back a sort of a classic character. So, well, after yeah. 35 years on TV, you got to give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I, thought, I thought they were going to kill her off by the end, the way, the way it was going. I would have been happy with that, you know, like if they'd have killed Meredith off. <laughs> no, like, I seriously would. Like, I, like, no, no, because I feel like the show, some it needs to come to an end, Grace, now. It's going on too long. Yeah, I feel like it, this season it was pitched as it being the finale the last season, but now I think they're going to keep it going. I, I'm a Dr. Avery guy, so, you know, the fact that, that he's leaving the show, you know, it's a little... Yeah, the- yeah, and I didn't realize when they, because on his last episode, when they showed the scenes of him, like, like they did flashbacks to when he came in, I was like, bloody hell, I didn't realize he'd even been in it that long. Like, mm-hmm. it's been in yeah. it about 10 years. So, yeah, it was yeah. a bit disappointing when he left. So, um, but no, man. So, uh, it's a good honorable mention, though. I have to jump on you yeah. uh, to support you for that. But I, I, like I, I said, I didn't like that. the COVID, I didn't like the COVID bits, but I liked the beach scenes. So, but uh, Jasmine, go on then. What was your favorite show of 2021 so far? A show that none of you have watched. It is an anime called Free. It's a lie. It's a lie. I watched the pilot. I watched the pilot earlier today. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I watched. I watched it to prepare for this. I'm so. What's, it, what's it called again? Fruits Basket. So it has the stupidest description when you look at it, either on Funimation or Crunchyroll. Um, And it basically, they say that it's a show about people of the opposite sex. Like if you hug each other, then they turn into an animal, right? And that's the description. And so like the whole, I I had been avoiding the show for a long time. And finally I was like, fuck it. Like I'm just, it keeps popping up on my, you might like, you might like. So finally I watched it. It is nothing like that. Okay, sure. Like there's there's a family of people and basically they are the animals of the Zodiac. And so if they are hugged by the opposite sex, they turn into their Zodiac animal. It's not permanent. It just happens for a little bit or whatever. But the point of the show is that a, re- a regular human girl kind of falls in love with one of the Zodiac members, but falls in love with the member of the Zodiac that is the most chastised and that everyone kind of hates. Um, Which one's so the most be a Sagittarius? <laughs> I thought it would be a Leo, man. I'm just saying, man, for some reason they love to hate me. It is, it, is a, it is the cat, which technically the cat is not a Zodiac member. It's the 13th. Uh, uh, in, in the series, it's it's a there's a whole like lore that they built around it. Uh, but okay. the point is like uh. this family is cursed. And so this girl falls in love with this guy and she wants to break the curse. And like it's it's actually really heartwarming and really sweet. It's got all of this family dynamic, family drama. It deals with grief. It deals with loneliness. It deals with uh, people like kind of coming into their own. So yeah. it's, it's like a coming of age story because they're they're all in high school, but at the same time there are adults that are part of this family that are really fucked up and they do really fucked up things to these kids. Uh, so it's it it has everything. It's funny. It's got the drama. It's it's sad. Um, 
and it's just it makes me so mad every time i see the description because it's like this does not do the show justice like people probably pass this over because they're like that sounds really stupid uh, yeah. but it's it's my favorite so it's it's i, I hate to say it does i mean you know i mean i did start watching uh yosuke I oh, Yasuki. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, Yasuki. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Pronounced yeah. <laughs> it all wrong. My well, bad. No, so the thing yeah. is, like, when, when COVID first started, I I got really bored. And I said to myself, like, I'm going to start watching anime because a lot of the people that I, like, am in circles with watch anime. So I was like, oh, yeah. okay, fine. I'll, I'll give anime a shot. So I started watching anime. And and I, I live in Texas. And most of the people that I work with, they a lot of them speak spanish so i hear spanish all the time yeah so when i stopped working because of covid and everybody's working from home i stopped hearing spanish and then i started watching japanese stuff and so all i heard <laughs> all the time was japanese and i was like well fuck it i'm i already paid for a rosetta stone subscription last year just on shits and giggles like i'm gonna learn japanese so nice. i've nice. heard some change like learning japanese and getting into uh all of this kind of Still. stuff so that's kind of where so can that you actually, started can you actually speak it uh not fluently not at all but like i'm, I'm getting much better now than i was before and so now when uh, i watch like, anime i i like will translate it myself <laughs> uh, no i don't actually i don't know any bad words <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, i try i guess i keep it i keep it pg because rosetta stone doesn't teach me that uh, <laughs> uh, i'm actually going to texas uh next week my, my oh yeah what part there. yeah she lives in uh McAllen. okay so south yeah. texas yeah yeah way south yeah, yeah way <laughs> south oh yeah oh man tacos the tacos are so good down there ah yes I'm telling you yes tacos are very good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh beware because it is hot as hell i, I know i've been getting the updates oh yeah it's uh yeah they- he went to texas like a couple of weeks ago, like a couple months ago actually he came back uh, a lot darker yeah <laughs> i was only in the sun for like 20 minutes I was like, yes. yeah, you got that Gulf of Mexico sun. Man. Listen, I don't know oh, yeah. what kind of sun they got it's over different. there. It is, it's very different down here. Although I'll, I'll say like I went to, uh, so I, I grew I born and raised in Houston. I lived in LA for a little bit, moved back home. But uh, it's, it's humid here. It's very, very humid and hot here. But yeah. I went to Singapore and I have never experienced humidity the way that they have it over there in Southeast Asia. I was like, yeah. it was not as hot as it is here. But the humidity was just like, I was literally walking around and like I put on a shirt in the morning and 10 minutes that it took me to walk to the train station, I, my shirt is soaking oh, wet. No. It's a totally different color than when I left the hotel. I was oh, like, wow. I look like a damn wet dog walking these streets. I don't even know how, and nobody else was sweating except like me. And I was like, how do you do this? <laughs> Tell me your secrets. They probably looked at you. They're like tourist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought that a couple of years ago. I was in Las Vegas in August, and I was like, "I was walking down the strip, and I was like, this is just nuts!" Like, yeah, that's yeah. A nasty. I, 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 yeah, I was, yeah. I walked past, <clears throat> I walked past this thing egg on the street. Yeah. Yes, I know you probably could have done. I walked past this thing where it had a little bit of water. They deliberately had these sprays where it was oh, yeah. little bits of water, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, I can't move." I was like, "This water is so good." <laughs> that, that breeze, that breeze is like fire. Yeah, like, it's like, like walking like, in an oven. Oh god, nah. Vegas in the summer sucks. 
So Jasmine, what was your honorable mention of TV shows? Ah, honorable mention. This was this was a hard fought battle, uh, but Fruits Basket ed- edged it out. But uh, Castlevania, second second favorite show of the year so far. I heard of that. Uh, Castlevania is fantastic. It's the four, it was the fourth and final season this year, um, and I made Mark go back and watch the first three seasons, which we kind of reviewed uh, nice. February, I think, uh, of this year. But oh man, the the writing was fantastic. The characters were great, and the the women especially were written so well and they were so badass and like Dope. stable and able to stand on their own as opposed to being in the main like male character shadow right. um it was just a fantastic series and it had really good villains which i think is uh, a lot of people kind of overlook when they're looking at tv shows because everybody loves a good hero but i really really love a good villain and castlevania from the first season all the way up to this fourth and final season the villains have been phenomenal in the series and they're the ones that kind of carry everything so it's it's been great to watch and they wrapped everything up so well i was so satisfied by the end like there was not a point where it was just like damn i really wish they had revisited this or they i really wish they had done better with this like by the final episode i was like okay fourth and final i did season, say though like, one thing good. like when that show ended i did say oh there's one thing i'd love is to see more of um Oh, I forget her name. You know uh, the the two the two that got together and had the baby. That forget their name uh, at the end. But she was pregnant. C- oh, Sifa and Trevor. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, and yeah. then they announced the spinoff. Yeah, with their so, son. That's what I said. I so I watched it, and I the first season of Castlevania. I'll be honest. I know Jasmine disagree, but I thought it was fairly fairly rubbish. That's because you're wrong. Like, and um, <laughs> it still was rubbish. And um, but <laughs> season two was good. Season three was much better. And season four actually was really good. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the problem with season one, it was very rushed. They basically tried to just ram a load of stuff in like four episodes or something. Um, and then, but then they did each season got slightly longer, like eight or ten episodes, and they, and they had more time to to flush it out. I, so, um, but when the season ended, the final season ended, I did say I'd love to see more of those characters, and they did announce a spinoff the other day of that, and I thought, okay, cool, yeah, I'd watch that. So, um, I'd, I'd be happy to see less of the whole Dracula stuff. So, um, yeah. So you guys obviously not watched it, but yeah, I would. You know, I'd recommend watching. Sorry, sorry. No, 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 it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I've not watched. I've not watched Young Rock yet, so I'd like to jump on that. But no, my so my favorite show of the year. I I I was like, I was struggling a little bit because I think there has been some good shows out here, like you say, Falcon, the Winter Soldier, The Mandalorian. But actually, I went. I decided in the end to go with One Division. One Division for me was the first of the marvel shows that came out and yeah i just i love the fact that they they took risks with that show you know like they it's, it's a very it's a very brave creative team to jump in with two or three episodes where you've got no idea what the hell is going on and like the first two episodes okay not everybody loved them i know like even even me and jasmine were a bit like oh, i don't know i don't know mm-hmm. like but actually when you watch it all to completion it makes you actually really appreciate those first two or three episodes. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and and I love the fact that they thought, no, we're going to build these first two episodes like a 1940s to 60s sitcom. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and, and you actually, you know, I remember watching those kind of sitcoms as a kid. Like, I mean, I wasn't from the 60s, mm-hmm. but they were repeated on TV. Like, and I remember like, mm-hmm. like my, my mom used to watch Bewitched and things like that. Like, I loved Bewitched. And, yeah, my dad was a Nick and Night guy. 
So yeah, I used to see all those shows. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I thought I, I love that whole premise of bringing back that and making it modern, and then, but then yeah. seeing the journey. And actually, somebody said to me the other day, which made me appreciate the show even more, was actually Wonder Vision is about a grieving widow and her journey to yeah. acceptance of 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 her loss of her of her partner. And I was like, wow, I never really thought about it. Yeah. Like, you know, actually, had that been her journey and. I just was like, wow, actually, that's kind of made me look at WandaVision slightly differently. I'd never really considered that being the journey of a grieving widow. And I know Vision is brought back at the end because it's comic books, but, you know, it, that was her journey, though, to go through that grief. And yeah, I, and that last and final episode, though, with that huge battle was just so good. Like, yeah, I just, yeah. and, I'm, and I, now I'm really stoked for Doctor Strange 2. And I think I think these shows, though, like Falcon and the Soldier and like WandaVision, yeah. and hopefully Loki will do the same, right. gets you even more pumped for the films. I think it's good to see. <laughs> I, think, I think it's going to be that you can... I, I've not watched the second episode of Loki yet, so mm. I don't know if I'd change my mind, but I enjoyed the first episode. Uh, I fell asleep to the second one. And, oh, okay. Oh, man. And I didn't really... I didn't, I didn't enjoy the first either. <laughs> it's just weird because, like you said, WandaVision... Like it was like a little slow in the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there were so many like small details that you really had to pay attention to uh in those like first two to three episodes that just made everything at the end just amazing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even me and Kay, we didn't think we like Marvel was gonna be able to top that with you know Falcon and uh Winter Soldier, but they just keep going. So we're hoping. That Loki can uh, follow up. So, we'll see. so, do you think that WandaVision would have been as well received if it had come out in the right order, which would have been after Falcon and Winter Soldier? No, Ooh, I, don't I don't think, think so. so. I don't I think was, so. I was literally at a bar the other day and having this discussion with some people, and they were like, yeah, it would have. And I was like, I don't think it would have. Like, it, nah, it was too different. So. It was too I, I weird. Think, it was way out yeah. of left field. They took I a think, chance and it worked and they got yeah, lucky. Yeah. But if Marvel had come out with Marvel typical content first, I don't think yeah. WandaVision would have been. No, nah. I think if they would have came out with, with Falcon Winter Soldier first, it, it would have just blew everything out the water. Mm-hmm. So I think it was good that they kind of gave us the the, the, the show that show. took chances. Yeah, the yeah. show that took a lot of chances. Yeah. Then they gave you something that they knew was going to be good. And then now they're kind of doing the same thing kind of with Loki, but I feel like this one, they're kind of like, this is the, the, the probably the, the, you know, the, the corny one out of the bunch I would say, <laughs> so far. I would say like, like the, I feel like this one's like the, like the redheaded stepchild kind of. <laughs> Hopefully though. I mean, I've not seen, I've not seen the second I mean, episode to make my opinion. Marvel doesn't but... disappoint that much. No, you know I would, that's true. Yeah. Marvel generally yeah. does. Well, I mean, like, not since Thor: The Dark World, but you know. I wasn't gonna say it because my cousins get on me every week when we talk trash about Thor. It's terrible. I wasn't gonna say it. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah those, the first those, Thor was terrible. The beat. second Thor was worse. And by the oh, time yeah, the yeah. third one came out, yeah. I was like, mm, I don't know, man. You've already burned me twice. I don't want to see this third movie, but yeah. I love oh, it. That third like, movie was that, so good. Oh, I'm so happy. I feel like I got some beef. I feel like I got some beef for talking about Loki. Yeah, yeah, we got in trouble for we got in trouble for by our research department. With our Loki talk. Anyway, my honorable mention. I I thought like, do you know what? I was a bit again. I was like, there's so many good shows that come out this year already, but I thought no. 
I, I could have flipped this and made it number one, but I thought, no, man, I've got to put something from the from, from the British Isles in there. Uh, so, like, they're, they're, yeah, represent, like, you know. Um, so, anyway, now what it was is every year for, like, I don't know, the past seven or eight years, I don't know how, I can't remember now, um, everybody in the UK keeps going about Line of Duty, which is a British show, and it's a British police um, crime drama that comes out every year. And our TV shows tend to uh, be sort of, no more, no more than like six to eight episodes, which actually I think I, I prefer the shorter seasons. Like I'm not, I know Grey's Anatomy is like twenty plus episodes normally, and and you do get loads of fillers. I actually prefer short seasons of most things, and so everybody every year is going about Line of Duty. I always see like my Facebook timeline like going on about it because it's obviously because I, I keep thinking I'm behind, I'm behind, I can't bother. And then this year again, it was like again everyone's oh Line of Duty, Line of Duty. Like I can't believe it, the ending. Oh god. And I was like, oh, do you know what? I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to do it. I was just like, fuck, do, do you know, I've got six seasons to do. I'm gonna, and I thought, they're only going to be like, you know, five to six episodes a season. I thought, I can do it, I can do it. I thought, I'll do it over, <laughs> I thought, I'll do it over a couple of months. Did I, did I shit? Like, I honestly, I, I did it, I, I, I did six seasons over two weeks. It flipping killed wow. me. Like, oh, I know. I, I, you know, I just became so addicted to the show. I was just like, this is just so, it's so good. Isn't that like, a good feeling, man, when the show like, pulls you in like that? Oh, honestly, I couldn't stop watching it. I was like, even one day, like, like Jasmine texted me going, like, because I was texting her at like three in the morning or something. And she's like, why are you awake? I went, I'm watching Line of Duty. I'm watching, I was like, I'm watching Line of Duty. I was like, she's like, go to bed. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't stop watching it. I was it's, like, it's so good. Hold on me. Like, it basically had like, and um, basically the whole premise, I haven't even talked about the premise. I've literally, just, so it's a anti-corruption police force uh, called AC12. So a, a, anti-corruption. Uh, it, it basically follows three main policemen and um, one of them is a kind of the undercover. She will go into a part of the police force that essentially there could be some corruption in and pretty much there always is. And, um, but yeah, so each season will essentially, what's really cool about it, that each season kind of reinvents itself um, because they introduce a whole load of new cast or keeping the three main cast. Um, so they will have a whole new part of the police force that they'll have to investigate and they bring in like, you know, they've, they've got in some really good like celebrities throughout, you know, Tandy Newton was in the previous season. Um, there's some loads of big names in there. Every time I put it on, I'm like, wow, you know, what's every time I was going into each season, I was like, wow, they've got some really good cast in the show. Um, yeah. anyway, I've kind of talked about that way more than one division. Maybe I should just flip them. <laughs> so, I think we know what your real love is. It's all good, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. Anyway, top, <laughs> anyway, let's go, let's move on to comics, man. Like, so, I mean, okay. what's your top comic of the year so far? Uh, Philadelphia, man. Uh, ever since I picked, I picked up the first, first issue, issue, it pulled me in. Um, I told Rodney Barnes, uh, if he was my history teacher, I would have gotten all A's every year. <laughs> he just makes history like so fun, you know. And um, so basically, uh, I don't because I don't want to spoil it, but essentially. Uh, John Quincy Adams is like the godfather of vampires. Uh, and that, former and president goes, John Quincy Adams, yes, yes, okay. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, okay. Uh, and 
every vampire that's in this story is connected to him. Um, wow. And there's a father and son story in this. Uh, it's kind of like, he described it as like uh, Sanford and Son meets uh, what's, what's the, the play that they that was on? Um, Hamilton? Yeah. Meets Hamilton meets Dracula. <laughs> wow, what a so, matchup. Yeah, it's amazing, man. And I think it's on like issue like 13 or 14 right now. But it's picking up steam. It's supposed to be a series coming out about it. And uh, yeah, Killed Up is amazing. It's amazing. It's with uh, Image Comics. Uh, Ronnie Barnes is the writer. And um, Jason Sean Alexander is the artist. And the artwork is amazing. Like, it's so scary. <laughs> and uh, just the dialogue in the story is great. The action that, they, that he has in there is amazing. Like I said, it's all tied to to history and even like it deals with some stuff with like slavery and like former slaves and everything like that. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So that's my that's cool. that's, that's I might my put that on my watch list because I love vampires, but I've never other than like Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. I've like yeah, I haven't nah. heard of anything like that. <laughs> this is not that. And it's in Philadelphia. So Cool. Uh, it's, it's I've, not read, I've not read it either. Yeah, we should maybe put that down on list or something like that. I, I will say good luck finding the floppies. I might have to uh, just get a trade. But the oh, trades, yeah. the trades are there. I think it's like two volumes that are available right now uh, in the paper trade paperback. Uh, but the uh, floppies are pretty difficult to find. And what about your honorable mention? Uh, Bitterroot. More monster Love stuff. Love it. <laughs> uh, you know, Chuck Brown, David F. Walker. Uh, Sanford Green, amazing team. I've met them a few times at uh, New York Comic Con. I actually had uh, Chuck Brown on the show a couple years ago um, when everything was kicking off with Bitter Root. Uh, but basically, it's, you know, family of monster hunters uh, during the 1920s. You know, in Harlem. Of, in Harlem, yes. Uh, a lot of you know, racism and mm-hmm. just pain and anger uh, going on in that story. But it's it, the way they uh, they show like the racism and the pain and anger when people, people turn, turn into, into monsters. monsters. So the Sangare family, they have the cure for them. But well, I thought that either. was a really interesting concept that that's that's what it manifested as. Yeah. Like they manifest into these like ridiculous monster monster yeah. type things. Are, which, are you still? I mean, it makes yet? a lot of sense. I have volume two. I haven't picked. I haven't started okay. it yet, though. Listen, volume three. Oh man, next oh, yes. level. There's yes. more. Like a lot of other things are turning into monsters. monsters. Okay, and, all right. You know, with American history, yeah, it's, 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 it's deep. <laughs> it's deep, but I, yeah. but I love it. I love it. I think that's that's probably one of the best things about it is that it takes that reality and and blends yeah. it so seamlessly with this fantasy world and yeah. that's to me that's why the buy-in is so easy with Bitterroot like right. as soon as you open it up and you get to the monster like you understand exactly how that could Absolutely. happen I mean you Absolutely. know there's there's no like let me just put myself in this frame of mind first you're like oh no yeah. that makes perfect sense yeah it's the concept man is just is wild but they did a great job with the artwork is amazing Sanford Green is a beast. Mm-hmm. I have like some artwork from him 
that I paid a hell of a lot of, of uh, Chibata for. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, it, it's amazing. So yeah, that's nice. It's hard to put it as an honorable mention because it's I love, I love it, so it so much, but those are my two favorite. Yeah, no man. Uh, it's a bit like me with Line of Duty. Probably should have been the joint joint lead. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one A one B type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. tell us what your favorite comic of the year was so far. Uh, or has, mine is, is so far. the. Uh, uh, I think it's what's it? It's my milestone. Milestone. Yeah. Yeah, the milestone issue. I think it's returns or is it? Yeah. Yeah, milestone, yeah, milestone returns. returns so, yeah. yeah. So I, I I'm a big milestone guy. So you know I picked up a lot of those. Um, you know, back issues of Static as well as Hardware, Icon. I, I, I'm deep on the uh, on that stuff, man. Blood Syndicate. So seeing that come back was really was really dope. And just the, the way they wrote, you know, everybody's story and reintroducing the characters. I thought they did it really well. And it was crazy because you know that comic was it was only like an online thing. I think like a digital at first. Yeah. yeah. So after reading it, I think we recorded an episode like that next week and we just went crazy saying this stuff needs to be printed. I started harassing, um, you know, the writers of the new stuff. <laughs> I was telling them, yo, you guys need to get that on paper or, you know, they were like, it's coming, it's coming. And I, was, I was like, no, like you got to do it now. Yeah. And now, you know, I feel like we have a DC spy that, that kind of listens to our show. So, you know, I, we, we feel like we made that happen. I agree. So, right, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're all you. very you're, welcome. Yeah, you're all very welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I still say that that DC Comics owes, owes me an um an edible oh, arrangement. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that static go. issue was fire. You know, I've not read them yet. <laughs> edible I only got arrangement. The, I only got them. Yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, like, we're still waiting on that. Yeah. <laughs> I only got I, I got like them both day, today, but I've like chance to read them. Yeah, I feel like one day we're gonna be on the con floor. And, you know, somebody's just going to walk up to us and they're going to be like, hey, you guys always wanted to meet the D.C. spy. Well, I'm the D.C. spy. And then, you know, the guy just hands us an edible arrangement. <laughs> and then, like, goes about his merry way. Yeah, yeah. It just goes about his day. And then, yeah, yeah. That, that's, the, that's the fantasy. I want that to happen. That's a, that's a life with the Chibata boys. I've not no, read I, I, I I've wish not read... for that for you guys. I've not read oh, Milestone, um, but they both oh, were, really? uh, Static and Milestone came today, so I just had that time before the show. But, well, I'll um, tell you this. Um, if you can, the, the greatest written comic to me is Hardware number one. Pick that up. And oh, then, like the, that, the original. The original, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Don't, you've never read it? No, I've never read a Milestone comic before. I'll get your address after this. <laughs> I have, yeah, he, I have a lot 20. of copies. Oh, really? Of number one. <laughs> 20 copies? Yeah. It was a Chibata oh. thing, but oh, okay. since we're friends, since we're friends, I'll send it to you free of charge. Okay, man. Oh, man. I, yeah, like, but um, I flicked through Milestone Returns, and uh, the artwork looks really good. I have to oh, say, yeah. and yeah, the artwork looks good. I'm, I'm really I excited how, to read it. Yeah, I loved how it was just you know different teams just showcasing what what yeah. what you know what's coming next, and man, I'm excited. I'm excited, man. Like I said, we've done like. Maybe like of the 23, epi- 22, 23 episodes, at least 15 of them mentioned Milestone. And I think we even not- named the episode like Return of Earth M. Yeah. And then we also, like we, were, we, also we were pushing hard, man. Yeah. It was to the point that we did interview uh, the creator of the Blood Syndicate as well, uh, Ivan Velez. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. yeah. See, persistence is key, guys. 
Yeah, we just need that DC spy. That's that's what we're waiting for. Forget everything else. I'm still like I'm still pushing for this edible arrangements. You know, I like strawberries. I like watermelons. So you know, they just make that. You know, the edible arrangements. Let's just make that happen. Yeah, yeah, man. So, Kay, tell us what was your honorable mention. My honorable mention would have to be it's an independent series. It's called Copra. So it is it is done by. a good, a good artist friend of mine named, an artist and writer named uh, Michel Fite. So mm-hmm. he did a lot of, uh, he just recently did a Superman story in the new uh, Red and Blue uh, issue three. He has a short story in there. And he also did the Ultimates for, for Marvel. And he's also done G.I. Joe and Bloodstrike and, uh, you know, different things for Image as well. But um, he has his own independent series that, you know, he pens and draws himself and, you know, mails out and, you know, mails, does everything himself. He even, he even got picked up by image for, for six issues. And he told them, I, I want to handle it from here on out. And, you know, he disregarded a deal. He had Todd McFarlane called him and everything. Oh, wow. Todd McFarlane, yeah. Todd McFarlane. Yeah. The Todd father called him. I was like, come on, man, you're, you're, you're image. You're sick. You could save image. And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. So it's just something that I've always been a fan of, you know, picking it up on the independent side. And to me, it's the greatest comic, like recently right now. And I don't think no comic has ever topped it. And in fact, you know, Amir has the, has the. uh, Yeah, he got me on it too. Yeah, the trade right here. Oh yeah, I just Googled it now. Like, um, yeah, more Chabasas. Yeah. So what's the premise of it? uh, Basically, man, to me, to be honest, it's inspired by, um, Suicide Squad, but the original Suicide Squad. So it's more or less like a bootleg of that, <laughs> and that's how it kind of that's how it kind of kicked one, off. Though. Yeah, <laughs> but a really good one, really done well. I mean, I'll, I'll show you some pages. I'll just flip to a random one right here. Just like this art style is just different. It's just you know for a superhero comic, art like this is just so different, and it's just like the way it's done. It's done you know in different styles and different things man it's just the techniques and everything is just is just incredible here i mean these pages just you know they oh, just speak to you okay yes yeah, yeah. it's, it's totally art. different than anything you you'll pick up yeah. in the shop for sure yeah and i mean it came the image handles the trade paperbacks so they should be readily available i i, I tell everybody man, that's my recommendation pick it's all like up. what issue what like 40 something it's on 40 right now 41's coming out soon so and like i said he did before he got onto image he did i think 34 or 35 by himself you know on the independent side and most independent comics don't last but more than you know four issues if you're lucky yeah if you're lucky yeah so for him to get to for him to get to 40 and you know and you know 35 and he was doing it by himself you know, funding the money himself, funding it from sales of the book. You know, each time it just grew and grew. Like shipping them up, out to people. Yep, shipping them out to people. If you look up uh, oh, Copra number one on on eBay, you're not paying no less than a thousand chabadas for it. Oh wow! So, oh my goodness! Chibata, yeah, wow. it's got it's got big following already. Like I I yeah. haven't yeah. read it. Like, yeah, we're, we're working on that one. We're gonna yeah. definitely get him on here. Well, so Jasmine, what was your favorite uh, comic of 2021 so far? I mean, I, I kind of cheated because, like, I don't know that I would say it, the comic itself, but, like, I freaking love this character, uh, Yara Floor. 
So she's mm. been a lot of fun to read. Uh, I've enjoyed her. Plus, I am a huge Joel Jones fan. So the fact that Joel Jones is is drawing and writing on this one, I love it. Yes, exactly, exactly. Showing the cover. Um, so I, I enjoyed I enjoyed the two uh, Future State books. I also yeah. liked the first like intro into the new Wonder Girl series. Um, but mainly, I just like. I want to know everything there is to know about Yara Floor. Like that's that's kind of at the point where I am now. Like yeah. this is this is really cool. Like some Brazilian, like 19, 20 year old that's just kind of like coming into she her own right at the very beginning. Hell yeah, she's I sassy, she's funky, <laughs> she has attitude. I like it. And she doesn't kind of she doesn't play by like the normal rules. And I think right. that's probably what drew me in so much in that first future state book. It's like this chick is literally like fighting dinosaurs and like underworld characters <laughs> and Cerberus and like all kinds of shit. Facts. Like this is awesome. Like this is badass. Facts. So I just, I love the intro. I like, it was, that was one of those kind of cold intros that it was like, I don't know what the hell's going on in this book, but yeah. if she's going to be sitting around fighting dinosaurs and Cerberus, like sign me up. I'm down for it. Um, yeah, I agree. So Wonder Girl and uh, Yara Floor have definitely kind of been my, my favorite so far. But as far as like solid series that I've been really digging, my honorable mention goes to uh, Blade Runner Origins, which oh. uh, is written by a guy. Well, he's one of the lead writers on it, uh, Mello Brown. He's a guy that I've been following for a while. He used to be on another podcast that I listened to, For All Nerds. And then he was a yeah, writer. On, yeah, I'm actually wearing some of their gear. <laughs> yeah. uh, he And he was a writer at Stars for American Gods. Um, but nice. like this Blade Runner series kind of, predates the film so it's telling the story of how the blade runners came into existence in the first place but what i love about it so much is that the main character is a black dude and what i love the most about the book is i love space stuff and i love futuristic stuff i I don't really know that i love cyberpunk but i love like future stuff in general um but you hardly ever see black people in the future and so I love that we have this book yeah. where it's like, it's a, a black guy, he's a detective, he's kind of trying to figure out the whole thing with the Tyrell Corporation and, and all of this stuff. Um, so it's really interesting. I'm not going to spoil it so far. Uh, it's been, they've released four issues this year so far, the, and four issues is kind of like their first volume. Um, but I've really, really, really been enjoying Blade Runner Origins, which you don't have to have read any of the previous series, but if you, if you want to get into it, um, I think on Comixology right now, if you do, if you're into digital stuff, the previous Blade Runner comic series is available on Comixology Unlimited. So you can read a lot of that for free if you have that subscription. I mean, we got some black people in the future on, uh, Black Black Panther. Panther. Well, yeah, yeah, but like that's that's not the like sci-fi future that I'm talking about. Like to me, Wakanda is very like today, versus the Blade Runner stuff is like a hundred years from now, maybe. Right. I I have not read the Blade Runner, but we did have Mellow Brown come on our podcast um, a couple months ago. He did a review of us on Akira Volume One, and he was a really cool dude. So like. Yeah, go check that out but we'd have to we should have him back again one day but and uh in regards to wonder girl though i i loved the future state in fact i loved the whole concept of future state yeah. um yeah I, I loved to be honest the two batman books were, were like my favorites there but anyway um actually nice segue there into my favorite <laughs> there you go <laughs> dun, 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 dun. 
nice segue into my favourite book of the year. So I, I kind of bring in both my favourite book of the year and my honourable mention are in the same corner of the, the universe. So my favourite book of the year so far is Batman. I know I talk about Batman a lot, but I am really enjoying uh, Tinian. Tinian's run on Batman. I think it's been an amazing run. I know, in fact, I, I haven't been a big fan of the backups. It, the Batman, the Superman books, the backups. I don't even read them. Like I, I just think they're awful. Um, <laughs> but the bat, but the Batman books are like even in Detective. I've been loving the backups in Detective as well. Like, yeah. but so, but in Batman, I'm loving the, the detect- this new character, Ghostmaker. I'm absolutely loving <laughs> Ghostmaker. And on every every issue, he's pretty much introducing you know like the the, the Molly character. Um, I've loved the fact that Tinian has completely sort of reinvented the entire sort of Batman ethos. Like you know, I know he came in with um, uh, yeah, his oh, uh, Alfred like with Alfred gone. I know he came oh, in with yeah, that. Yeah, he yeah. kind of, he kind of had to do it a uh, rebuild. But I like what he's done. Is he's kind of brought Bruce Wayne as a more grounded superhero yeah. i know he's not poor by any means he's just not got super wealth anymore um and i love the fact that he's now not in the mansion and he's just living in a house in, you know like a brownstone and um and i love the fact that we've got barbara gordon has kind of taken on the alfred mantle and she's right. back as oracle and I, I love that most of the cast as well is just like, you know, you've got Harley Quinn, Ghostmaker, and then you've got this Molly girl. And, and, you know, and I just think it's just a, a really cool book. And, and the, the artwork, though, honestly, uh, by um, Jimenez, his scarecrow is so good. Yeah, it's like, crazy. Honestly, right? I think people are going to be talking about this run for a long time. He's, it's, it's done so well. And, and the backups with Ghostmaker as well, just seeing him like, on that island you know kicking ass and all that kind of thing and you know he's really good in the main story but just seeing the backups as well i'm just i'm really loving batman i've got to say you know if, if you're not read batman literally just pick it up don't worry about um the anything before uh yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, Tom King. If I mean, if if you if you need to sleep go and pick up tom king's issues <laughs> wow wow <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you're having a bad day and you want to make it worse, go pick up a Tom King, <laughs> Tom King Batman. Uh, I'm not. I held so much hope for that. I'm like, it's going to get better. I know. That's I kept doing the same thing. I was like, it's going to pay off. It's going to pay off. And it's by, by issue 85. I'm like, please get him away from this book. <laughs> the, mo- the moment Tinian came on, it was like a breath of fresh air. Oh, like, honestly, yeah. right. So jumping over to my honorable mention. I haven't read, so my honourable mention is Nightwing. Okay. I haven't read a Nightwing book in a long time. I used, I, read, I remember reading all the original um, run um, and when he was in Bloodhaven and all that kind of mm. stuff and, and seeing him become a policeman and all that and everything. I loved that whole run. And then when they did that one, one year later thing and they made a jump and then he was suddenly not in Bloodhaven anymore and he was in New York and then it wasn't him, it was Jason Todd. And I was like, I just dropped it. I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. And I haven't gone back to Nightwing for years. And then when the new um, Inf- uh, Infinite Frontier thing happened, I didn't pick up Nightwing initially. I was sort of, I had two issues had come out and then I was hearing everybody going nuts about it. And like literally the first book was like going for 10, 20 quid. And I was like, what, what is going on? I was like, <laughs> people don't talk about Nightwing. Like, uh, so anyway, I managed to track them down, and and I and I even issue eighty one is suddenly like fire on eBay already, and um, yep. 
luckily I managed to get cover B for, for cover. I forgot to grab it. Um, but honestly, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loving what Tom Taylor's doing. He, for me, it doesn't feel like I haven't read Nightwing for 10 or 15 years. It feels like mm. I've got, and cause he's really respecting Nightwing's like history. And, and, and even if you'd never read a Nightwing book before, he's kind of just allowing people to pick up this story as if it's brand new to them. He's filling in the gaps, like, yeah. and, and, and he's kind of playing it in a way in which if you are a massive Nightwing fan, you know he's respecting it. But if you've never read Nightwing before, he's, he's just catching you up on what's going on. And, and he's kind of setting Blockbuster up as, as a really, like, kingpin level villain like i'm yeah. um, and uh even when you looked at blockbuster in this latest issue i was like man that guy just looks like kingpin like but <laughs> but I, I do love the twist at the end have you guys read this week's issue of nightwing or uh, I, I do not read uh nightwing. nightwing but i talked to uh james about it <laughs> he does read it so i let i let him spoil it for me so i, I know i know what happened oh okay i, yeah, I, yeah. I know who got introduced yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I won't spoil it, but Nightwing gets a a new family member. So yeah. but no, I thought it was a good twist. And I can see why like it's gone up like going crazy on, yeah. on, on eBay and stuff like that. But honestly, but also sorry, I didn't even mention the artwork in Nightwing is is fucking fire as well. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Nice. So that kind of brings our comic section to a close. And we're gonna talk about what our top movies are of 2021 so far. And right. I'm going to jump straight back to Amir. Hit me up with what's your top movie, man? Uh, my top one uh, is um, is uh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, B. Jordan uh, without remorse. I loved it. Uh, I watched that last loved... weekend, by the way. Yeah, so man. Good. It just felt like that old school action, like everybody's getting shot. Yeah. <laughs> like we're running through the jungle. We're doing everything. Yeah. Uh, and it kind of gave you like a just a breath of fresh air away from like the Marvel stuff. Yeah. You know, like Marvel can kind of cover every genre, you know what I'm saying? Like as far as like action, drama, and all that stuff, they can do it all. So it was just cool to see uh, an action movie that was that good, that was not a part of, you know, Marvel, even though the actor has been tied to the Marvel, but our MCU. But um, I love the, the twist at the end. Because at first I'm like, yo, we didn't come this far just to come on, yo. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna spoil it, but if you see it, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a dope movie, man. Uh, Amazon, that was with Amazon Prime, right? Yeah. So um, yeah, they, they did their thing with that. So Michael B. Jordan, he killed it, man. I enjoyed that. And, uh, and uh, honorable mention, I actually honorable changed. Mention, it. I actually changed. It. Oh, okay. I I just changed it because I thought about it uh, recently. Uh, uh, the United States uh, versus Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. Um, oh, um, that was, that was an, incredible an incredible movie. movie. Uh, uh, I love like the music biopics like that and things like that. Um, but her but her whole story is crazy, uh, and what that, that we had to go through uh, uh, just to you know be able to perform or sing songs, you know, like Strange Fruit and. Yeah, it was just amazing, man. And even like the love story that was tied to it, I mean, I can't even lie, man. My girlfriend already knows I'm a softy, so I, <laughs> I got a little choked up watching that movie, man. And uh, it was just so, it was so real. Um, and I can't, I can't remember the actress's name. I'm terrible with names, but she killed it, man. Audra Day. Yes, yes, amazing job. 
Uh, so yeah, that's kind of like the soundtracks part for me as far as like paperbacks and soundtracks go. All right, it was, it was all what about UK? What was your favorite movie of the year so far? Uh, my favorite movie of the year so far. Um, I'm gonna go with In the Heights. Yeah, I like In the Heights a lot. It's a um, musical that just recently came out on HBO Max. You know, with Lin Manuel uh, Miranda. It's just a beautiful story. It's actually based off of a Broadway play. I'm just, uh, you know, I, I love seeing movies with, with, with you know, with hip hop in it. Especially, you know, done done very well. Mm. Yeah, and you know, oh, yeah. just a fan of the story. I, I, do you, I just think do you bump the soundtrack movie. occasionally? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, he actually talked about actually, it this week. <laughs> yeah, I talked about it this week. Yeah, I mean, the movie just came out um, recently on H- HBO Max, but I saw I got an early sneak peek of it back in April. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Dope movie. Dope movie. Yeah, that was actually movie. my honorable mention. But I figured, yeah. I, you know, I could switch it. Shake it up. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, as far as my honorable mention is concerned, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Hell yeah! I was, I, I was waiting for that. You know, with all these, you know, with the Marvel movies coming out, I, I was saying it a while back that I was like, damn, yo, this would be the perfect time to have a have a Mortal Kombat movie. And then, you know, again, you know. Somebody, somebody's tapped into my phone, <laughs> tapped into my brain somehow, and just they just heard me say it, or somebody heard me say it on like a train or something, and they're like, "Million dollar idea, let's do that." It's a DC it, spy, man. Yeah, man. He's working for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, man. I need another <laughs> edible arrangement. That's two. He's racking them up. We didn't even talk about Black Batman. Oh yeah, the Black Batman idea I came up with too. On a old, yeah. on a very old episode of uh, Paperback. That, was that the first interview? No, nah, that was the like second the one? second one. Okay, yeah, that was a long time. <laughs> yeah, where I said, which I did like stupidly, man, where I was like, oh man, I was like, if I could write a Batman story, I was like, I want to make a black Batman because I felt that that Bruce Wayne was was a was a, was an awesome black guy name. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought Bruce Lee Wayne would have been an awesome. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, somebody you know the, heard that. They were just like, yeah. Speaking like, of yeah, names, like idea. the first time I heard, uh, when I used to watch NCIS, the first time I ever heard Gibbs's first name was like Jethro. Wait, isn't it Je- like Je- Leroy Jethro Gibbs? I was like, I have never in my life met a white Leroy. Like, what the hell is this? Oh, <laughs> that is amazing. No, I think that's what it, I think that was it. No, it wasn't Bruce Leroy. Bruce Leroy Wayne. It was definitely like Bruce Lee Wayne or something yeah, like that. Bruce Lee Wayne. That's hilarious too. Yeah. And um. Well, Judgment Mortal Kombat was my top movie of the year. I haven't seen very many, to to be fair, but. Uh, Mortal Kombat has been one of my favorite movies since. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Uh, oh, you, you like the old ones too? Oh well, like, no, I don't like. I don't like Annihilation, not at all. Uh, but the no, first movie, I, I, the, love, I love the first movie. I love them both. I love them both. Like they were my children. No, no man, I can't. I can't give you Annihilation. I can't. I can't get with it. Um, no, I loved Annihilation though. They gave me. They gave me Cyrax. They gave me Ermac. They gave me Smoke Rain. Oh my God. I can, Go on and they on and they on. gave, but they uh they did it so poorly. Like they gave you a. Uh, no, I, can't I mean, the movie came out in what, like ninety seven. Yeah. Come on, CGI, CGI <laughs> is new technology. Then 
Yeah, yeah well, but but the first movie to me, like the, the first movie, oh man, I oh, I've literally had Supreme. Mortal Kombat as the theme song or like as my ringtone for probably about 10 years. Now. <laughs> Every phone I get, I re-download like, the nah, like Mortal Kombat, gosh. so that's my ringtone. Um, Ever since Netflix like, came out, that's been that's always a binge for me. I, I watch oh, it yeah. like I don't care. That's like Billy Madison to me. I could <laughs> name, I could I could quote the whole movie. Oh yeah, just like sure. that with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so I loved I loved the update. I love the updated CGI. Uh, Hiroyuki mm-hmm. Sonata is probably one of my uh, favorite actors. Anyway, I've I've loved him since what was it Rush Hour three. Um, mm-hmm. uh, was that? So it's, yeah. it's been, I just know people hated it. People hated the story, and I was like, dude, it's a video game movie that people, had no people story. are stupid. Okay, that's yeah. the problem there. People are stupid. Um, yeah, no, that was I the thing. I was like, it. I was like, dude, it, it's a video game like that yeah. had no story. You literally fought right. people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I thought they they did really well with with what they had. Uh, I I love Louis Tan. I would like to have seen more from that character. Uh, the only thing I was kind of disappointed in was I wish I wish Goro had had a bigger presence. Uh, also, uh, yeah. I was really bummed that there was no Johnny Cage. I guess they got to leave room for him in the sequel, obviously. But, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I did ask about it. that. I, I yeah. thought it was funny with Jax because I thought that was uh, <laughs> I thought that was uh, Keenan Ivory Wayne's at first. I, thought, I was like, oh, they got, they got Keenan Ivory Wayne's like, son. That would James. be Keenan Ivory Wayne's son at this point. Come on. Right. Now. I was like, he is not that Jack, bro. <laughs> this ain't low down, dirty shame. Word. Yeah, but the way he looked, the way he looked, it was, because yeah. that, um, Amir had showed me like, like a screenshot, like early. I was like, yo, they got, I was like, yo, they got, I was like, yo, they got Keenan Ivory Wayne's playing Jack. Yeah, I I wish that would that would have been awesome. But I think McCann Brooks did a good uh, job. Uh, I've liked him since uh, what was it was uh, True Blood, when he was Eggs. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no Mortal Kombat. Just I, yeah. I've always okay. been a fan. Scorpion. I I've always loved Scorpion. Uh, I could mm. only ever beat the game as Sonya, which really pissed me off because she was like my least favorite character. <laughs> um, you know the only one the only one that I was ever not able to beat was number two, supremely hard. Uh, I can't remember if I played two. I, I remember it, you, we used to play, me and my cousins, on Super NES, and we would flip back and forth between Street Fighter 2 and Mortal Kombat. So those those were like the two games that we played until basically our Super NES died. Um, oh, wow. But yeah, Mortal Kombat is just like super nostalgic for me. I, so I guess from blowing on the games too much? Oh, that, it worked. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Like, it worked. Like, whenever your cartridge would start to freeze, you pop that bitch out, blow in it, put it back in there, and it worked just fine. Like, it was a miracle, yeah. okay? So. I remember that I went to, like, a Funko Land, and I was trying to sell a bunch of games, and uh, it, the guy put one in, and it didn't work. And I was like, give it to me, and I just blew on it. He's like, dude, he's like, dude, I can't sell a game that you have to blow on to make it work. And I was like, bro... It works. It works. Like it's it's the it's the magic of the Super NES. Okay, like I don't, I don't care what anyone else says. Something, about, yeah, human saliva, something about human saliva that, that, that made those games work. Let's just do the same thing. When I had um, we we called it a Mega Drive over here. Well, it was called a Mega Drive over here. You guys called it the Sega Genesis. Like um, yeah, oh, yeah. That's okay. like when Sega, when Sega released it over here, they called it the Mega Drive. And um, I used to do the same thing: get the cartridge yeah. out, blow in it. Like you know, it was and all put it good. Back. And it worked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, pre-COVID times. Sega Genesis is my favorite, favorite, favorite gaming system. Specifically, just for Streets of Rage. 
Oh, I used okay. to love Street's okay. Rage. We're going yeah. off now. Anyway, go on, Jasmine. What's your, uh, what's your, no, no, no. no just, so, what's your honorable mention? Honorable mention by default. Again, I did not watch very many films this year. So, honorable mention would be the Snyder Cut. Um, I just oh, appreciated oh my God. his oh eye my for God. Wonder Woman much better than Joss Whedon's eye for Wonder Woman. Um, that four yes. hours was a killer. Oh, yeah. No, four hours is fucking ridiculous that you yeah. cannot you I, I just cannot thought the endings were ridiculous too oh yeah i hated the endings yeah. the, the future then, stuff know, me, me and jasmine didn't like the future stuff but yeah, we that was we didn't need the that future stuff up until the point like like if he did not done the silly future stuff we love that film like yeah. I, I, I love I cyborg think, i love cyborg oh, yeah. I, I just I think martian so manhunter was just like I, I just didn't understand martian manhunter he was kind of like the eternals he's like i see everything i've seen everything and you know, I just stood back and watched stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've always liked. Uh, there was a Superman film that came out earlier this or last year that we watched. It was an oh, animated the animated film. one. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called, but Martian Manhunter had a big role in that one, and I thought that was done really well. And I, I really wish DC Animation and DC EU would actually fucking talk to Bingo. each other because, yeah. like, Bingo. DC Bingo. Animation had the formula down. It wasn't Red Sun, was it? Mar- um, was it Red Sun? No, I don't think it was. Oh, okay. Or Ryan uh, Superman. <laughs> Those were both pretty dope. It was one of our like first episodes, wasn't it? it yeah, was, uh, it was early. It was quite, in you don't have to go back. You don't have to go back and think about. But that's the thing, like DC, like but I feel like the DC animation. Stuff. Yeah, like they had the formula Amazing. long, long before Marvel, the MCU, ever even yeah. like was an afterthought, right? Like. Why can't you? Why doesn't one hand talk to the other hand? I will never understand what DC is doing when when you have all of these people that are successful and then you're just like, right. let's do this, and people are like, yeah, sure. Oh, it was called cool. Superman Man of Tomorrow. Came out last year. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good too. Yeah, that one yeah. was good. No, so anyway, I, but like four hours too long for a movie. Just like yeah. watched it in two with segments. Army of the Dead, two, night, hour, night, two and a half hours was too long. Like you can't. It's that's too much. Yeah, I kind of got bored. Save it for the director's Dead. cut DVD, oh. whatever. But like, if you cannot tell a concise story in less than four hours, then you really yeah. shouldn't. I, yeah, but let's be honest. If it had been released in theaters, it would. If it had been released in theaters, it wouldn't yeah. have been four hours. It they couldn't only have been have, four hours. No, no, no. They only let him have four hours because they knew it was going on demand. They didn't. They, you know, they said, look, you know fucking enjoy yourself you know take your time whatever you know yeah. he probably he probably would have made a 10-hour movie if he wanted to like, you know. <laughs> but, I, but i i think if it had been in theaters it, that you know what we've had is kind of what would have been the dvd but you know he right. he was given he was given the creative freedom to do what he wanted this time around i enjoyed that four-hour movie i didn't like the future stuff um i i honestly just was just there was no need for that or what i'd rather they'd have done because he kind of the film went straight into the future stuff i'd rather they'd have done the titles and shoved the future stuff at the end and i know that might sound weird but i'd rather they'd have put a break between it so then i that way if i wanted to i could kind of ignore that future stuff like so because it went straight into it i was just like why did they do it Oh no, yeah, I, I, no, I hate Jared Leto's Joker. Like, I mean, I don't enjoy Jared Leto as an actor, but I, his Joker is horrendous. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Uh, his Joker so, is trash. But, <laughs> my, so, like, my favorite movie of this year, I, I'll be honest, I struggled with this. You know, I almost went without remorse. And then when I saw you were going to put that down, I was like, no, nah, you've covered it. Like, I, I actually went with the other, I went with the other favorite of mine, which was, um, family-friendly Cruella on Disney+. Plus. Okay. And um, I love that film. Honestly, I thought I that film was so good. good. 
It was. Do you know what though? I find me a bad Emma Stone film. Emma Stone is a really good actress. She, I, I've loved everything she's ever done. Like, the Amazing Spider-Man, wasn't she in that one? Yeah, but she was good in it. She, <laughs> she was good in it. She, like, I mean, she the, the films may have been terrible, but Emma Stone was good in it. Emma Stone has never, for me, done a bad role. Uh, I've not seen any every single thing she's been in, but she was so good in Cruella. Seeing her her grow and almost seeing the difference between, so she kind of had a dual role in the film and, and seeing her flip and seeing the kind of the yeah. growth, the growing into the villain, but actually seeing how that came about wasn't, you know, because I just want to be a villain. It actually was. How much were they charging for that over there? Uh, $30. Like $30 yeah, I think it's like or, 20 quid or something like that. But you know, for okay. a family to sit in front of it, it's cheaper than going to the cinema. So yeah. um, but no, we really enjoyed it. And I think Emma Stone did a really good job. And there's already talk already of a sequel. I'd I'd be on board with that. I think she was yeah. she did it really well. And she makes a little joke at the end about um turning Dalmatians into coats, and like, <laughs> but then she's like, I'm only joking. And I I thought that was like done because of the the obviously the cartoon yeah um, but yeah. but no, it was good it was a good film it was a really enjoyable family film like and um but i actually would say like you know i watched it with actually my parents were here and my parents and you know my wife and everything adults yes. really enjoyed it too so it was a good it was a good sort of movie to watch i actually put my honorable mention as um army of the dead i love that film i'm a, i'm i'm like you know I, I do get it was a bit. It was, I, do, I do get it was a little bit too long. Like I probably would have shaved 15, 20 minutes off of it. Yeah. But I loved how batshit crazy it was. Like I it just. It was extremely like, insane. It was yeah. an insane movie, and I, I, I would like to have seen this on the big screen rather than like on my TV. You know what? Maybe that might have that might have helped it for me. I think there are some films though that if with yeah. the big screen, the audio. Are completely different when you're at home so yeah. i don't tend to like go to the cinema to see comedies like I'd, i'm happy to watch all dramas i'm happy to watch shows at home but anything big blockbuster type stuff i, I want to watch on a big screen this kind of film i'd write i think would have been so good on the big screen yeah. I, I i did think it was just nuts every sort of moment like it was just insane like and those <laughs> zombies man like I can't stand. I hate fast zombies. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I prefer fast zombies make zombies. me feel like I have no hope of surviving the zombie apocalypse. Honestly, yeah. there was moments though that I was proper on edge though. Like when they went into sort of the the king uh, zombies home and the girls were in that room, and I was like, man, this is fucking scaring the shit out of me. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I just thought, how can these people do this? Like, how can they yeah. actually? Like, this isn't like like you said, like I said earlier, Walking Dead zombies. These are zombies with fucking intelligence like yeah you know, like there's and that's something as well that was quite unique but i i i enjoyed this movie honestly i i think it's a really insane movie and i love the fact that it was a heist movie with a zombie backdrop yeah, it had a different yeah. Twist what, i thought what a good twist and what a good you know to come up with a you know heist movies have been done to death and yeah. i i enjoy a lot of heist movies you know like the score and stuff like that and i always love a good twist but actually to do a heist movie where the you know sort of the uh, the villains of the zombies, I was like, that is cool. <laughs> like that is a cool thing. And then so you, I thought that movie they... used music really well. Yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, yeah. But yeah. Do, you, do, you do you think, think we're gonna, gonna like ever get tired of zombie zombie movies? Like, I don't watch all zombie movies. I'm not like a massive, massive zombie fan yeah. or anything. I haven't watched any like classics that people go on about. I but I wanted to watch this. I thought the trailer looked good. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm terrible on names. What's the guy the lead? 
like um, uh, Dave oh, Batista. Batista. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I think it, yeah. and I and I've seen him in a couple other movies. I saw him where he's um. Uh, where he was sort of a nanny slash secret agent, I and I thought and I, and I I thought he did that really well. I think he does comedy really well. So yeah, I, I was like, he actually he handled Army of the Dead I think very well. I was disappointed with how his character mm-hmm. goes out at the end. Yeah. I won't say yeah say too much, but you know. So, but no, I, I I to be honest, I enjoyed this movie. I would love to have seen it on the big screen. If they you know if they re-release this on the big screen, I'd probably yeah. go see this. I agree. I agree. It probably would have been a different experience. Uh, if I didn't have you know have the option to pause and walk away for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i definitely i usually will binge like i have no problem sitting on the sofa binging a tv show yeah. for like eight hours straight but like i got halfway through this movie and when i paused it i was like oh my god i i have an hour left yeah. and i haven't even got to the climax yet like what the right. hell yeah. so, uh, i thought i'd put you two guys on the on the spot here like as it's the soundtracks like, do you guys have a favorite album of the year? We, me and Jasmine are not music people. Like, I mean, we like music, but we don't, we don't really keep up with it. But you guys mm-hmm. do keep up with it. Do you have a favorite album this year or a favorite artist? Let me look. <laughs> <laughs> um, do we need to come back in an hour? No, no, no. I can tell you off the top of my head right now, I'm really loving Children of Zeus. They put out like an EP called Balance. Hmm. Uh, it's a perfect blend, R&B, hip hop, just beautiful, just beautiful. And I think they're from London, right? They're from London. Yeah, they're, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're pretty dope, man. So Children of Zeus is a good one. And um, I'm actually, I was listening to uh, her. Uh, she put out a new album okay. there. So uh, it's called Back of My Mind. And that's just smooth she's she's a beast so that's where i'm at right now so i would say children of zeus they they captured my brain uh when i listened to them so yeah Yeah, i'm gonna have to go i'm gonna have to go with zarface zarface and mf doom's album called uh super what so it's uh kind of fuses my two favorite things hip-hop and comic books oh man so yeah zarface is like a um it's a duo group. It's a inspected deck of Wu Tang and Esoteric of Seven L and Esoteric, and Seven L is also the producer. But I think that's my favorite album of the year so far. If I had to pick one, you know, yeah. MF, Do- MF Doom passed away um, yeah. last October, but we didn't find out till New Year's Eve. So this was the the first of his posthumous releases that are that are coming, you know, sometime soon, hopefully. I'll make sure to check that out. Oh, I've been bumping that Migos too. Something. So as we we sort of bring the show to close, just want to thank you both for jumping on and celebrating our one year yeah, pod anniversary. Thank you, man. Thank you, guys. Like, and um, but for everyone listening, though, where can where can uh, people find paperbacks and soundtracks? Uh, Instagram is probably the best place to find us. Uh, paperbacks and soundtracks. On Instagram, um, and like we've been we've been promoting the email. So you know, if you got any comics, any music, you know, you want us to review or read or anything like that, you know, you can hit us up on paperbacksandsoundtracks at gmail.com. 
Yep. And most, you know, you could listen you could listen to our podcast on um Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audible, and uh we have episodes. You're getting so good at that, Kay. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I'm trying. You're so good at that. I, I love it, man. That was like one of Kay's one of the, but, one of the things he hey, was like, I gotta get. Yeah, but one question I have. How did you guys uh get onto us? I can't remember how I found it. I just like I I was just on on one of the apps, and I think I just I, I, can't, I honestly can't remember now. I was just on one of the on the on the well, what's it podcast apps, and I just I must have been typing in like comic book podcasts or something like that, and I just nice. came I just found it, and I was like I think that's what I was doing. I was looking up just a couple of different podcasts, probably about six six eight months ago, and just like oh. thought to myself like you know trying to learn from what others are doing and trying to hear other people's and yeah. like not mm. not not obviously just nicking ideas obviously and not doing but just hearing what other people were doing and but also like since doing this we've kind of me and jasmine have been networking with other people and yeah. and actually like when you go into this you kind of a little bit think well are podcast people going to be rivals or are they going to form relationships and I, I've been honest, some of the bigger podcasts that have been going 20 plus years, I, I, you know, I've tried to speak to them here and there and they're just not Shame. interested. They're just not interested because yeah. they, they, you know, they've got their yeah. 20,000 downloads an episode and all that. And I think, you know, we're just small fry and, but I'm finding that people that are, are like us have been going a year, a couple of years, you know, everyone's actually very friendly. Like, and I'm finding a lot of the podcasts that, are in the same boat you know going a couple of years are very chit chatty and happy to jump on each other's podcasts and yeah. you know like i keep saying i keep seeing the hashtag grow together and anyway like there's a lot of youtubers do the same thing they kind of like jump on each other's youtube channels and like pump each other up and exactly. and actually and i started to think to myself i said to jasmine you know we should do the same thing with podcasts you know like you know i see it and i so we've kind of like jasmine guested on um the good guys um a good guy game podcast nice. uh, a couple of weeks ago and in a couple of weeks we're jumping on someone else's and actually it is just supporting each other and anyway when i found your podcast i i sort of listened to an episode and i shouted out to jasmine i said you know i found these guys every day on on the podcast app and i was like <laughs> i really like their podcast i really enjoy like it, i kept saying to it, it just feels like i'm listening to a radio show so i was you know i i liked appreciate the style it, of it yeah. and yeah, um it's it one lot, of the things i thought was editing hours one of the things I thought was really unique was that you do add a little bit of music between each segment. I thought that was pretty cool. So. That's actually um, the music is my cousin. He has a group uh, mm. called Fog Mob. So whenever you hear me say, you know, Fog Mob music, like they're the ones that produce all the music for us. Uh, he's always sending me music, you know, two or three times a week, you know, and we just throw it up on the show. No, it's very like it's really professional. I enjoy listening, and um, and I said to Jasmine, we should definitely do something with these guys. And yeah, so I just found you guys literally just by going on the app and um, the, nice. the, the nice. podcast app, and just typing it in, and just found you guys. And um, so I just recommend anyone listening just just pick up and uh, listen to Paypacks soundtrack. So um, appreciate that, man. Yeah, we promoted episode, you guys on ours, so. Um, no, no, yeah, that. no, I've seen that. We've been promoting each other. So that's what I mean. Grow together, grow together. Yep. Like, so, but again, cheers, guys. One for, world, for one people. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> one love. I feel like Michael uh, Jackson. Yeah. I feel like Michael Jackson's gonna start singing. <laughs> she, she got the raw end of the stick, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, like, Carly, yeah. why, why they gotta do my girl Carly like that? Girl, I don't know. Man. I don't know she had a great message. 
<laughs> so next episode we'll be returning more to normal as we'll just be reviewing the Netflix anime TV series Treze season one on Netflix. And don't forget, we did start a second podcast series where we tackle some of the most essential graphic novels of all time. Our seventh oh. Late to the Party book club episode was They Call This Enemy by George Takei, uh, Justin Isinger, and Steve Scott. The art was by Harmony Becker. That episode dropped at the end of May, and we're taking June off, but we will be back in July when we'll be covering The Killing Joke. So tune in. And- yeah, and no, I'm looking forward to that. Well, you can follow us on social media. We're Geeks Unleashed everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Google, Apple, Spotify, Podbean. We are everywhere. So give us a five-star review and tell your geeky friends. And do the same with paperbacks and soundtracks. Yes. Follow them everywhere. Yes. Yes. Sma- right. Smash yes. the subscribe button. Hit them five stars. Yes. Yes. Poke your thumb you through it. your phone. Break your phone. <laughs> all that. Do all yeah. that. Smash your phone. Like, but just make sure it. you listen before you do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Listen yeah. to your and phone. Leave a five-star review. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you very much, guys. Thank, uh, right, have well, a good week. Thanks. All right. Uh, you too, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.